what have you done all day? How come when I come home, I'm the one who has to be at work all day, now I gotta come and I gotta clean the house all day. Why do I have to do this and why can't you do your fair share? Why can't you clean up after yourself and clean up after the kids? It's not that hard. <laughs> yes, I remember those days. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, what to do when you think your spouse is being lazy. One take. One take wonder, baby. Wow. You are the stuff. I know. Can we go back in time today? Sure, let's do that. Let's go back in time. Do you remember when we had four little kids and you were exhausted? <laughs> do I remember. And I was exhausted. And I would come home from work and I would be frustrated with you. I would be something disappointed. I would I would be frazzled because I'd been at work all day and I came home and you had been home all day and, and the, the house, house was would a, be disaster. a disaster. It's just a mess. And I was constantly frustrated with you because it's like, what have you done all day? How come when I come home, I'm the one who has to be at work all day. Now I got to come and I got to clean the house all day. What have you been doing all day? <laughs> yes, I remember those days. That's the question that was in my head. What have you been doing all the day? Why do I have to do this? And why can't you do your fair share? Why can't you clean up after yourself and clean up after the kids. It's not that hard. This is the thinking that was going on right. in my head. If I was home and I was watching the kids, I could keep the house clean. I could keep right. the kids entertained. I could keep their keep the diapers changed and the floors picked up and all those other things. And I was really critical of you. You were. And the the hardest part about it was you didn't understand that I wasn't just home doing nothing all day. But I think the the bigger part of it is that it really your your thoughts and feelings about it really fed into um, a piece of me that was already there of um, not being good enough. I and know it so, contributed to that for sure. And so that was really hard. So you'd come home, and I'd I'd be tired just from being around the kids all day long and having someone asking something of me every moment of the day all day long. And picking up a hundred thousand times, and by the time you'd get home, the house would be messy again, and I wouldn't have had time to clean the dishes because I had one baby who wouldn't let me put him down for more than five minutes, and and then you'd come home and have this attitude of why can't you do it? How come I have to do it? And it just would, it would just make me feel like I was so not good enough, like. I, I'll never, never measure up to whatever standards he has me held to. As you're describing that right now, I feel really bad. Oh, no. I have sorrow, honey. Aww. I am so sorry that I <clears throat> that I treated you that way and made you feel that way because it it is so unbelievably unfair of me and unkind of me, and I fully admit that I did that to you. That sucks. Right. I can't believe... I was that dumb. <laughs> I was that unaware. I was that uninformed. I had no one ever taught me well, how I, to do that. I, right. But I, I still made you feel bad. Right. And I think that, thank you, honey. Thanks for feeling bad about it. Yeah. Well, you just, it was just you and your sister. 
growing up mm-hmm. and you guys were seven years apart mm-hmm. so kind of <clears throat> only one infant or little one at a time yeah. um and and i think your mom definitely is wired differently than i am sure. and your house probably stayed clean all the time i have no idea maybe it did maybe it didn't I never even paid attention as a kid. Condition of the house never once entered my mind. See, and that's what I always thought that that you that your mom just always had the house perfect. So that's yeah. why you expected me to be able to keep the house perfect. It was less about that and more about why am I the one who has to come now, come home now and clean this? I've been at work all day and now I have to come home and do this and and you're just laying around doing nothing. Watching TV and eating bonbons? I didn't put the bonbon <laughs> part in there, but it did feel like like you weren't doing your fair share. It absolutely felt like you weren't doing your fair share and you were taking advantage of me. I, I admit that. Aww. That was my stuff, my insecurities. And I as I'm as we're talking, I'm just writing some notes here because what I realize now and you know, since then is my whole focus is completely on task. If I would have been home with the kids and you would have been off at work, I could have kept the house clean. I could have kept the stuff done, but I would have had to ignore the kids to do it. I wouldn't have been relating to the children. And you were very clear that you would rather relate to the children and have a messier house Right. Um, than have a clean house and ignore the kids. And I never put that two and two together that right. you were prioritizing until, again, years later sure. when it's like, oh, our kids are actually well-adjusted, not because you kept the house clean, <laughs> but because you engaged with them, you right. played with them, you you held them when they needed it, and you didn't get the dishes done. You 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 were present. You were emotionally present with them. Right. And I completely and totally missed that when when I was in the midst of it with you. Well, and the other thing too is you are um, have a harder time relaxing when the house is a mess. Huge, absolutely. That's still true. That yes, and that's still true. So that probably played into it some as well. It's like you wouldn't be able to come home and just relax. You'd have yep. to come home to this mess where you just have to either sit in it and be uptight and uncomfortable, or take care of it yourself. Yeah. And, and that was the only two options yeah. that I think you had it as opposed to saying, hey, let me play with the kids while you can do whatever it is that you need to do or get done. Yeah. But one of the ways that we we worked through that piece I for you was um, when cell phones became available. Yeah. That tells you when this is being, uh, <laughs> this is the whole thing coming down is that we got a cell phone. Old school Nokia, not even a flip phone, right? old school kind of brick yeah. phone. Um, was you... Either I would call you or you would call me on your way home and I would just let you say today was a very busy day and the house is a mess. Yes. So just be prepared for that when you get home. And um huge thing because it changed my expectations. Right, exactly. So that when when you were on your way home you could prepare for like, okay, this is what I'm walking into. Oh, Shannon had kind of a crazy rough day with the kids or whatever. And you could just be prepared for that. And that took away that whole piece of you of me worrying about when you got home, yeah. how you were going to respond to me, what what was the 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 feel or the vibe that was going to walk into the house. Yeah. So that helped me out as well. You also did one other thing that worked really well. Do you remember what the other additional piece was? I don't. You cleared a path from the door, <laughs> from the front door <laughs> to, to the our bedroom. bedroom door. 
And yeah, sometimes it literally looked like you took a broom and just sweeped everything off into piles <laughs> like it like you're plowing snow, except it was piles of Legos and toys and underwear and stuff like that. Right. So I could I could just walk from the door to our bedroom and that little thing right there, it was less about, you know, walking through the house, but it was more about you being aware were understanding of what I was needing right. and the fact that you were going I still want to try to be aware of uh, my husband's heart, his emotional state, and what he needs. And so I'll do this one little thing. Right. And that made me feel not taken advantage of anymore because you were looking out for me. You are looking out for my needs. And then I could shift and, and give you the benefit of the doubt. Right. And say, the house is really, really messy. Tell me about your day. Right. Rather than accuse you of, what have you been doing Doing all all day? day? And that huge benefit of the doubt is what started to change a lot of this for us. Right. And I think I, I think probably a couple different times, we, I would actually walk you through my day. Yeah. And and I think your eyes would get big like, oh, wow, okay, this not as, as uh, sit around as I think it Black is. Black and white and as right. simplistic. And I also never understood the different dynamics of how the kids related to you versus how they related to me. Yes. I don't have bosoms. I didn't have the capacity (laughs) to feed our kiddos. So when I held them, I got to play. When you held them, it was... It was all business. It was getting down to work because you had to feed them and then you were tired and your body was responding to that. Right. Because you were, I mean, generating all this food. And so there was those dynamics I was unaware of and and again hurt you because of my lack of clarity or understanding around that right i think the other thing the other piece that neither one of us actually probably recognized or knew is my high sensitivity huge so being around kids all and i love our kids it wasn't that i didn't love them and i was and i wasn't even aware of this but just being around them all day long with no breaks and constantly having someone touching me loud noise just all these um uh sensations stimuli stimuli all day long was extremely draining for me really really difficult more so than and and i could never figure out how come i just didn't enjoy being a mom as much as i thought that i should yeah um or why i would get tired so easily yeah and it's because i'm high sensitive and all that stimuli all day long um really took it out of me so to have to to even have the capacity to say okay i've taken care of the kids all day long and i still need to get this other stuff done and on a day when i might have three kids who threw a fit because for whatever reason that just would even magnify it more so we're talking about this topic today because oh no (laughs) we lost one light that one's going out in about 30 seconds. You think so? Yeah. There. Hold, please. Recording? Okay. That's like tang. Tang. I'd I really like, like a tang. tang. That's from another one of our favorite <laughs> movies. Uh, Down with Love. Ewan McGregor and Renee Zellweger. Superb movie. Anyway, you'll notice a difference in the lighting because one of our lights just, just uh, ran out, out of batteries. Yeah. So bear with us. We're talking about this right now because 
in the last 10 years of, of clients. And so uh, this topic has come up between husbands and, law and wives, especially young husbands and wives who have small kids just like we did. Right. And it is not uncommon for the person who is out of the house doing the work and the person who's staying at home or has the primary responsibilities of watching the kids to feel that pressure from the other person. Like, what are you doing all day? How come right. you can't do more? Um, and there's that real significant lack of understanding of right. what that person's going through while watching the kids at home. Because we have gone through it. We're hoping, I'm hoping that this will be a, a chance for some other people to hear a different perspective right. and, and understand how to be understanding and empathetic towards their spouse's when they are um, unfairly accusing, <laughs> accusatory. <laughs> this is also why it's so important to give your spouse the benefit of the doubt, because when you come in uh, uh, accusing or assuming that right. their day has been a certain way or they've been behaving in a certain way, that accusatory tone is the most cancerous aspect you have between two people versus a curious tone. Right. A, I'm going to assume you haven't been lazy. I'm going to assume you haven't been taking me for granted. I'm going to assume that you are contributing. Help help me understand. Clarify that for me. Uh, let me get on the same page. Right. That benefit of the doubt is, is also grace. It is saying you're not a terrible human being. This isn't a competition. I'm not better than you and you're not better than me. That would be right. a little contempt in there as well. Um, and so when you give each other the benefit of the doubt, you can now have a much more productive conversation right. and, and understand that. And that's eventually what led us to being able to get this resolved right. between the two of us is because we listened to each other. You were able to explain to me and I was able to um, explain to you my feelings and expectations. The other thing too is that you want to build connection yeah. and you haven't been together all day long. And the first thing that happens when you see each other yeah. after not being together is this accusations yeah. or accusing or how come you can't. And it doesn't, it's like, okay, well, don't even come and hug and kiss no. me because I don't feel connected to you at all. Now I feel hurt by you yeah. and blamed. And, and if it feeds into one of those things that a spouse already may feel yeah, about themselves, it just uh, seeds that in even more. That's not the right word. It just um, cements it in. Cements it even more. Yeah. That those those things that they feel about themselves. Oh well, see, my husband believes that about me, or my yeah. wife believes that about me. So it must be true. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and and so you really want to be able if you can come in with that curious. Okay, tell me about your day. Um, benefit of the doubt piece. Right. You build a connection right. as opposed to distance. Yeah. If this is something you're experiencing in your relationship, if that uh, lack of benefit of the doubt and you're fighting over who's contributing more, who's doing more or less in the relationship, if you're constantly in conflict over that, then again, we've put together some resources to help you start uh, talking through these issues so that this doesn't have to be this cancerous, toxic, um, uh, destructive tone between, between you and your spouse. You can find those resources at 5minutemarriagemakeover.com. 
in the number five minute marriage makeover.com. And in there we have three free videos that are five minutes each. And they're going to teach you how to fight less, feel understood and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. And then you'll also get access to some other resources to start you on this process, uh, to get more uh, connected with your spouse and to get these, get these fights and these conflicts resolved as fast as humanly possible. We want you to have a secure marriage just like we have a secure marriage. And we've been working on it for years and years and years. We don't have it perfect yet. In fact, I tell my wife all the time, we don't have a perfect marriage, but... We do have a secure marriage. And we want you guys to have one too. So 5-Minute Marriage Makeover is where you can start that. Or you can uh, write in with your own specific issues that you have about your relationship to podcast at securemarriage.com. Send in your question and we'll throw together a podcast answering your questions so you don't have to wander around in the dark trying to figure out what to do about this. We want to get you as many answers as quickly as possible. Other than that, thanks for uh, listening today. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the show this week. If you want to find out how you can build your own secure marriage, go to securemarriage.com. And if you have a chance, subscribe to our show on iTunes or however you get your podcast and leave us a review while you're there. You can also write us at podcast at securemarriage.com or follow us on Facebook. We're Paul and Shannon Elmore, and you've been listening to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. Ready? Mm-hmm. Here we go. <clears throat> I got a bit of, bit of a frog. Oh, there went the other <laughs> light. There the other one. All right. <clears throat> I have a bit of a frog, That's so okay. we'll see how it goes. Sexy frog. A sexy frog. Well, I like your voice when it's a little <laughs> raspy like that. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast. Yes. <laughs> That's a whole different podcast. <laughs> I'll listen to that one. Welcome to the Secure pa- Secure Marriage Modcast. <laughs> Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, what to do when you think your spouse is being lazy. One take. One take wonder, baby. Wow. You are the stuff. I know. Uh. (laughs) So you can't drink. (laughs) Oh, man. Here's the problem. I was was gonna take a drink and I was like, no, I want to say something first, and I didn't get it (laughs) to stop fast enough. Oh oh my honey, oh dang, you are super funny, super funny.